Hey, welcome to Canberra Metalheads. This is season three, episode two. Only the second episode for this year. Um, kicking it off strong though, because uh, we've got here Aaron from Burn the Hostages. Man, how you doing? Doing very well. Thanks for having me. Look at this. You got like the pro mic set up and stuff with the arm, <laughs> the boom arm and shit. Yeah. Yeah, come prepared. Yeah, that's it, man. Well, um, yeah, thanks for being on the show, man. And uh, we've basically queued this up in um, with the um, with the gig coming up with the Canberra Metal Fest. Yep. It seems to be the first big gig back since all the like like we've had a few decent single night shows, but this is like the first one in like the last two years that's like a that's like actually kind of a festival. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been a, a weird two years to try and organize stuff, so it's it's cool that something big's happening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, cool that also, it's it's a fairly cool like old school lineup too, as mm-hmm. well as like a um, a lot of a lot of um, local supports as well, which is rad. Yeah, yeah, definitely like lots of bands that have been around for a while and bands that probably haven't been to Canberra in a while as well from interstate and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, well, I've seen um, there's a few bands that, like um, that you just ha- like I haven't seen even in ages. Like I, I've been in the um, sort of gig promotion sort of world. Um, I've had promoters talk to me about you know this gig and me saying about how um, Canberra Metalheads is doing um, some of the interviews for the bands on this. And they're like, dude, I've been trying to get some of these bands here for years. Like it's yeah. definitely like the lockdowns have kind of brought everybody out of the woodwork. Yeah, it definitely is like made, I think it's for sure made people like more, way more keen to do stuff because everyone hasn't had the opportunity to do it in such a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's been kind of, one thing is like everybody's got their own video streaming set up at home now, so I actually can interview people without meeting in person. So like we can kind of do like preemptive um, interviews for a gig coming up because in the past I've only ever been able to interview bands on the night. So like you only can really talk about it in hindsight and it's, it's good to like get the word out pre gig. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. But like, it's not just the, um, like the lineup that's, um, you know, kind of got a couple of old school, um, old school bands on it as well um aside from burn the hostages you got some history in the scene as well do you um do you want to tell the listeners about some of your some of your your past your, your history your resume sure well i'm from canberra so <laughs> i've played in bands i've played lots of bands in canberra <laughs> but i um yeah I, I played in a band called i exist for a long time well i'm, I'm still in the band i suppose we don't we're not really doing anything but uh and i also play in a band called mental cavity which are also from canberra um, and I used to be in a band called Four Dead years ago, and I was in a band called Reign of Terror when I was in school. Yeah. Like, I've been in lots of bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually a rad, rad, you sound like, it sounds like you've been, like, not only in a lot of, but also a lot of, like, genres as well. Like, you've covered, yeah. like, the main food groups of the Canberra metal scene. Yeah, for sure. No, I've definitely, definitely been through it. That's for, that's for sure. And was it all guitar, man, or what was the? Um, well, no, I, I started off being a drummer. Um, well, in, in bands, yeah. um, so I played drums in Reign of Terror, and I played drums in Four Dead, and then we started. I exist, and I started playing guitar. I exist was the first band I played guitar in, yeah. and um, and then I played guitar and sing in Mental Cavity, and then I also 
play guitar and burn the hostages, obviously. And yeah, pretty much since I exist, I've basically just played guitar in bands. But um, yeah, I started out as a drummer, um, which, you know, has been handy for writing songs and stuff. I know yeah. how to do that, but <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's actually funny, like about um, the writing song aspects that you mm. mentioned, because it's like um, to be, to understand another instrument is like, um, part of the process like you see people like that are just like the one-man band that writes like yeah. you see all these like youtube um channels where it's like one dude that does the whole band just one instrument at a time yeah and that would change the writing process right because you you know what the other one's doing because they're playing it yeah well yeah certainly certainly has been really helpful like knowing you know i can hear how i want drums to go when i'm writing songs and things like that so it, it makes it a lot easier Dude, it's like if um, it's like if Beethoven could also play all the instruments. <laughs> well, I've never had to do a full orchestra, so maybe that's something I can try. Yeah, maybe that's like that's it. Maybe that's another side project for you. Yeah, get into <laughs> get into full classic classical music. I feel like if you stayed playing drums, your resume'd probably have a lot. Of, like already, a big resume would also have a lot more in it because, like, it seems like that's the sought after. Like, oh yeah, instrument. big time. I mean, there's been bands that like I tried to start that never got off the ground because we couldn't find a drummer, and it probably would have been easier had I just done it. But like playing guitar is way more fun. Like you don't have to lug shit around. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great. Well, that's exactly right, man. Like I um I we were talking earlier, like just off mic about um, when I seen you guys play with i exist well i've seen you play with i exist um at transit with potion because your potion yeah. reminded me of the like jog the old memory mm -hmm. and um yeah it's it's cool seeing like uh the the front man that is like josh nixon but then also fronted by like it's like it was like truly shared to be honest with you for some yeah. songs like it was it was really good to see like um yeah him sharing the spotlight and he does he does uh crave the spotlight quite a lot so it is it's um you know sometimes you got to try and peel it away from him and do, <laughs> do something equally as funny to make someone look at you rather than look at him the whole time exactly dude oh i'm planting a lot of this in this in, in the episode because i know he's like an avid listener so i'm just it's, it's how i communicate to him i basically get band members um, to talk about josh to talk yeah to talk about no i talk to other people that he knows about okay. him to tell him what i need to say it's just a <laughs> <laughs> okay well hello josh um hope you're listening mate uh talk to you soon <laughs> <laughs> you just left that like a voicemail mm -hmm. <laughs> um i think he's got the pattern for being able to play guitar with the fucking like the the metal hand yeah actually there's a funny thing about josh josh came up with the name burn the hostages oh right okay so there's a little further josh nixon link yeah to, awesome dude i um to, to this band <laughs> that's uh that's actually a really good point we should be talking more about the band um it's okay <laughs> <laughs> um that it's just notorious that sort of stuff happens in canberra like i get someone on to talk about their band and i'll talk about every other band that they've been in except for the one that they're here for yeah well everyone in canberra's been in a million bands so it makes sense it does man it's um but it's good it's like a, um it's a good community i i like uh like over the years of doing this show i've found so many um 
like like cool little little um, bits of info like about um, Josh with the name and stuff like that just by having like not just standard conversations with the show. A lot of the time people will listen to an interview and it'll literally just be like, okay, so what's your biggest influence and all the like standard yeah. questions. Um, but um, it's I sometimes will like be more interested in just hearing like the random story about you know when they did a tour to Bundaberg and they couldn't find a dunny so they had to pee on top of a hill and a bus full of tourists found them like you know like I want to hear that story yeah for sure um, but yeah um but speaking more about burn the hostages man for people that um that are either just discovering you guys or have only um either heard music or don't know as much um assuming one of your the um one of the original members if you had a yes. say in the name change um yes. is it still all a full original lineup um yes essentially except we added so on the rec on the first record well burnless just started as a band to like do recordings basically it wasn't ever really intended to play live shows i guess at the time um when we recorded the first stuff i played drums and guitar on the recordings yep. um and then i mean we started the band like we started the band when we recorded the f the second i exist record which would have been 2011 i guess mm -hmm. and so yeah, Burn the Hustage has been a band for like 10 years, which is funny that we've only really been doing stuff for the last couple. <laughs> but yeah, myself and Jason, who's in Blood Duster yep. and a bunch of other bands, he recorded the, the um, I Exist Records and he, me and him were just talking about, let's start a band that it just rips off I Hate God. And um, so we wrote, I wrote some riffs and he wrote some riffs and we recorded them and then um, and my friend Rowan, who sings in a band called Extortion, he sang on it. And that was the band, essentially, the three of us. Yep. Um, we recorded some things and, uh, you know, I put them out on like burnt CDs back then. And then um, a friend of uh, Jason's uh, named Andrea, she is a drummer and basically said she liked the band. And I guess he kind of talk to her about maybe playing drums for us. And then we had a jam with her and it was really good. And then so sort of because Andrea joined the band, we became a proper band and started playing shows and stuff. So, but yeah, so me, Rowan and Jason have been doing it the whole time. And then mm -hmm. Andrea has been doing it for the last couple of years since we started playing shows and stuff. And she's played drums on um, the second recording thing that we put out that's on the internet and stuff. Um, and yeah, like moving forward, she'll be the drummer in the band. So it's it's made it a proper band now. But yeah, so I mean, we were sort of inactively doing stuff for like eight years. And then for like the last two years have been doing I mean, a band properly, I suppose. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it's like the evolution of the band and how it's just became um, yeah. like, a, like a live show thing. Mm. Um, do you think that like being in I Exist... Um, and, and other bands in the past and being like a live show performer mm -hmm. um, helped m make you want to take this on the stage? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, playing shows is like the the funnest thing about being in a band for me. Yeah. Um, seeing people and getting drunk and yeah. <laughs> that's why I play music. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like I guess 
like it uh it was hard to, i suppose initially to get it get it to that point because we thought we probably thought we never were going to um and then yeah when you know andrea joined the band it provided the opportunity to do so and then it was a matter of like i mean me and fuller had to go and look, sort of relearn the songs we wrote ten, like eight years before mm. and figure out how to make them sound good live and things like that um which you know which which was we I think we're we're at that point now, which is good. But yeah, it's something like you know, um, you know, like Fuller being in Blood Duster for you know for a long time, and that band doing lots of stuff, and same with Rowan being in Extortion. Like we've all been in bands that have toured a lot and played a lot of shows and stuff. So yeah, playing shows is you know for me, yeah, it's the, like the reason to do all this. So I was always keen, um, and yeah, Andrew joining gave us the opportunity to do it basically. Yeah, that's that's really cool, man. I like Full has come up on the show a few times, like um, especially in the Witch Skull interviews. We're chatting about yeah. like the album process and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool, man. You're the um, you're the like you're like the most doom metal looking deathcore looking guy, but like you're not, you're not deathcore, <laughs> but you just like. If I just did a screenshot right now and said like, "Oh, I'm interviewing this deathcore guy," they'd be like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" But it's like all your resume is pretty much like death metal and doom metal, which is cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I mean that for for us is like I mean because I exist was probably more actively part of the hardcore scene in Australia for most of the time we were a band, and then it wasn't really until sort of after our second record that. I guess we sort of were more accepted as mm. as like a metal band, even though I exist for you know for all intents and purposes I exist as a metal band. But like, just because half of us were playing in hardcore bands at the time, we started it. That's kind of where the band, I guess, went. Yep. Um, and then like, I mean, Josh Josh plays on every I Exist record, um, like full length album. But sort of when Josh joined the band, we had more guitar solos and stuff, and then. When we had three guitar players, it sort of made it a much more like, I guess, visually and aesthetically, it made it more like a metal band. So mm. that's how it ended up, I guess. But yeah, I, I mean, I've been very actively listening to and playing metal since I was like 13. So <laughs> it's, it's I, all I know. I, I like how I just say, because you're wearing a camo hoodie, it's a fucking death cord thing. I mean, yeah, I am wearing a, I'm wearing camo. So <laughs> it, it fits the bill. It's um no, I think it actually because like I know that like the whole like deathcore stuff came from that hardcore scene, yeah. Um, and actually, like I, I, I will definitely finish with Burn the Hostages, man. But I got one more existing. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just um, just playing around. But yeah, my um my cousin's actually like a um like more of a like a hardcore um mm -hmm. listener. Yep. But that's how he heard I Exist, and now he's more into, like, heavier shit because it was, like, through that path. And, oh, cool. Um, back in, like, 2013, when I, f I was about... I started the work working at the basement in 2012, mm -hmm. and um, it, was a, it was either 2012 or 2013. It would have been 2012, probably. Um, you guys had a gig there, and um, I was just like, hey, man, I just started working at this place, and... Um, I exist as playing so he came, he's not from Canberra so he came right. to, he's actually was living in Broken Hill at the time mm -hmm. and uh, he came down to see the gig 
and um, just sat at the end of the bar while I worked, like because he just didn't know anybody. But he just sat there, yeah. like like thrashing away at the end on a bar stool, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and and that was like the first time he'd ever been to the basement. And yeah, and then um, uh, yeah, it was just like cool because like bands that he'd seen or I'd talk about or whatever, and then finally they're like actually in front of him, you know? Yeah, and, sure. And and also. <laughs> just being able to like catch a band and also like you're saying you you guys did a lot of work with other genres which got yeah. you in and i think that i think that i've discovered myself i discovered a lot of cool bands because they were also on the bill like i like the yeah. idea of having a more mixed bill sometimes because you discover bands which you wouldn't normally have listened to yeah and that's a very canberra thing as well like um having lots of mixed bill shows and stuff i would say like that's not something that happens everywhere else. And I think it's probably because, you know, being a smaller place, there isn't as many bands that sound the same. Um, but I mean, like growing up when it, when I first started playing shows and going to shows in Canberra, it was always mixed bills and punk bands and hardcore bands and metal bands that always play together. And when I exist sort of um, started doing stuff that was, you know, sometimes we'd open for metal bands. Sometimes we'd do a headline show that was a hardcore thing sometimes we talk like we toured with friends or rom and stuff like mm. we've you know we would just we would basically say anything that was a cool opportunity essentially yeah i, I remember um actually the friends or rom gig was in around that same time and yeah. um i remember like um being like a yeah what was i, I was like an like a, a fresh-faced emo kid at the time working at the bar before i turn into this Sure. And um, we're just I, like I remember looking around, and um, I was the only bartender um, that like had any experience with like telling people to leave if they like were like causing trouble in the mosh pit. <laughs> sure. And um, at the same time, there was like a gig somewhere out of town or whatever that like every other person went to. Mm -hmm. so i was like the only bartender that had ever like kicked someone out and i'm like a fresh face emo kid <laughs> and um i remember looking around and i was just like so uh who because like normally you have like one person that's over six foot that can like help <laughs> can help you out yeah um and i remember looking around and i um i said to um kurt and at the time was doing sound mm -hmm. i was just like uh so kurt do you know who else is on um, in case there's any troubles and he just goes he's like you're it mate and <laughs> and i just remember oh, like wow. thinking like a friends or gig um had, was at the time had like one of the biggest crowds that i'd seen at the basement because it yeah. was before it was like you know capacity increase and international yeah. bands and shit so yeah, I'm just sitting there like, yeah, friends will fucking is coming, and there's like, uh, like a few hundred punks coming to just fucking thrash out, and uh, <laughs> you're looking like it, it was like in Goodfellas, he's like security, you're fucking looking at him. <laughs> um, but yeah, it ended up being fine. I think there was like there was like one dude that jumped off the speaker stack into the into the mosh pit, and yep. um, the crowd essentially just um, crowd surfed him to the door. <laughs> oh they, they were your six foot help then yeah it the was yeah i didn't need six foot help man there was like 200 people there that knew the rules <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> uh but yeah um the um 
yeah, the, the, the scene's been awesome over the last, like, couple years of being able to organise gigs at, like, a last minute, being able to put together stuff um, and, you know, when we can actually have bands playing. So it's, it's cool to have, like, some interstates, but I think that, like, what um what really got us through the last couple of years is like the solid talent that we've got in Canberra just to be able to do local shows yeah yeah for sure um so yeah that's what's that's what's basically got us through this now I said I'd finish with some burn the hostages stuff I know we got a couple of tech freaks out there um what sort of um what sort of setup are you running with with you with burn the hostages um so i basically use uh i use very similar stuff to what i use and i exist honestly i'm pretty i'm a pretty like boring guitar player in the grand scheme of things probably being a drummer um i use a laney jh100 guitar head which i've used in every band i've played in um just like an old 90s amp that's been modded quite a bit it looks nothing like what a laney should look like but it's and you do mod yourself no i think i bought it i used to work when i still lived in Canberra. i worked at better music at the time and i bought it from there when i was i don't know 17 or 16 or something i bought it for like 500 bucks secondhand and they (laughs) at the time had fixed it up and put a bunch of like leftover parts in it i think it's got a bunch of meso guitar head parts in it Mm -hmm. and some other weird shit to make it sound good (laughs) um and so I use that um, when, generally speaking, I have a little uh, orange pedal baby head, which is like a tiny little thing. That, yeah, yeah. But it's like a 100 watt head and it's just clean. But I just, because I use two guitar heads and burn the hostages, so I've got one on each side of the stage. Yeah. Um, and so I use that and then... I just run my I just run my pedals into that basically to make it sound all right. And... I mean, pedal wise, pretty pretty boring too. But I use a Friedman um, BEOD, just an overdrive pedal, um, and a MXR flanger that I use um, on a lot of songs. I've used I use it like you know, I exist a lot as well, mm-hmm. and then just a noise suppressor that runs all the time. But and that just has so much feedback that even though the noise suppressor's on, it's just making sure that it doesn't make noise while I'm playing because we run with such high gain that it's just always feeding back. Yep. Um, and then guitar-wise in Burn Hostages, I have mostly use a custom guitar built from uh, by a guy here in Melbourne, um, a guy named John Shubb built for me mm-hmm. um, in... I guess he built it in 2010 or so when I first moved down here. Um, that's basically like a Les Paul crossed with a Telecaster, like a weird heavy guitar that sounds really good for tuning as low as we do. We tune to drop A, so it's really wobbly and goes out of tune a lot. Yeah, but I was going to say, it's like hanging off the guitar. Yeah, it's definitely like we shouldn't, we should be playing. Um, guitars with more strings than we do but we only <laughs> use we only use the bottom three strings so there's no point in buying a guitar with more um it's like when i interviewed tony for which goal he was just like bass guitars have th- four strings bumper 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 write that down and i was <laughs> like <laughs> it's true well we do the basically do the exact same thing except on a six string guitar um <laughs> and recently i bought a 
a Hamer Explorer ripoff thing off a friend down here. And I've been messing around with using that. So when Burn the Hostages does play shows again, I'll be using that instead because it's just staying in tune better than my custom guitar thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I use. And then Fuller plays bass and he just uses a he uses a weird P-bass thing that he made for himself, like a rip-off P-bass thing. <laughs> and Fuller uses whatever bass head is provided to him at the shows because the one that he has is too big to take anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> he just borrows whatever is going. I've um I've definitely helped people carry a bass cab up a fucking fire exit at like oh yeah like gigs and shit and you're just like man that is way too fucked. Yep, it's the. I mean, it sounds cool those big cabs, but like taking them places is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh man, I um so I went to Orange with some some Canberra bands. I uh, mm-hmm. and and also met there with a the Sydney band. Um uh tensions arise if you mm-hmm. yeah and um some of the uh, anyway basically we rock up and turk um was in one of the bands um where it was beneath the tides at the time mm-hmm. and um the it's on the third floor the yeah, thing right and the, the load in was a, a a fire exit um set yeah. of stairs up to the third floor just classic disaster layout we I, when i exist toured in europe we played a we played a venue somewhere in germany i think and it was like the most stairs i've ever had to climb to get into a venue <laughs> and we had to take like the whole touring back line up the fucking stairs and i remember i was carrying i was carrying two guitar heads and i like as i was walking up the stairs my back went out and I just dropped both the guitar heads and they just slid the whole way down the stairs. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's like fun. midway through the tour. Oh, yeah. And then I played the whole, I played that show like basically completely standing still. So I didn't fuck my back at all. And then spent like a week trying to figure out how to make my back not hurt every time we played a show. So. Yeah, while you're like sleeping on fucking random hotel beds and shit. If that, sometimes just sleeping in the fucking van that we were touring in, so oh, <laughs> it was a disaster. I, I can't think of, like, random, like, Euro tours without thinking of, like, the story of Anvil. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, I mean, and it's like, the, the funny thing is, like, if you think of those uh, those bands too, like, those bands are kind of big. Yeah. So, like, if you, if you go there as, like, a DIY-type band, it's fucking... It's brutal, but you know it's super fun. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he just get paid with like random like Eastern European dishes and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. paid in food and booze, basically. Yeah, That's yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, man. Well, I'm glad that we managed it. We pretty much covered. I think it was like fifty fifty, but we got through um a lot of the a lot of the stuff, man. I I learned um. A bit more about the back end of um, Burn the Hostages, man. I I like yeah. the um I like to hear some of the tech stuff. Um, I'm yeah. not, um, yeah. I I'm I'm still I still learn stuff as I go. Like I'll, sure. I'll pick up, but I'm like fairly tech orientated. You know, I I like my um I like my equipment and that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's good to be able to hear it, man. So we'll do uh, we'll do um do shout outs. Um, is there any <laughs> Any um, normally I have like an intro outro sort of music. Sure. Is there any tracks that you um, would be happy for me to play for for that? 
by burn the hostages yeah, or just yeah. in general? No. Oh yeah, just play play whatever. Like I mean, something off the. We put out a thing on, um, it's on Spotify and, and on Bandcamp. So it's, it's just called Two Songs. Yeah, those either of those two songs are our two newest things. Like those are the two best examples of us. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I usually don't play more than 30 seconds just because it goes onto YouTube and stuff, but I'll use a sample. I'll use a sample the intro and outro and uh, put a link in the description as to where you can hear the full songs and that sort of yeah. stuff. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, uh, so what's your? Uh, where can people find you if they want to uh, tune in? Uh, Bandcamp, it's, uh, our music's on Spotify and all the streaming services as well. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and that's where we do most of the posting about what we're doing. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, all our stuff's on Bandcamp, and then, yeah, same, it's on all the streaming services as well. Yep, and um, personally as well, you mentioned you had a podcast. you want to do a shout-out for that as well? Oh, yeah. I do a podcast called Oblivious Maximus. Yep. It is on... The podcast apps, the streaming apps, it's on YouTube. There's little videos of interviews I've done and things like that. So check that out too. Yeah, cool, man. And um, if you're listening to this show, you probably know where to find Canberra Metalheads, but we're Canberra Metalheads at, um, we're on um, all the podcasting platforms. But if you haven't checked out our YouTube, go over um, because if you're listening to the audio edition, you'll get a whole lot more by watching the video um, because you'll be able to see the faces behind the mic um or what you can see of my face but we'll get um yeah get it get across that we we got merch all that sort of stuff on ebay so check it all out canberra metalheads if you haven't already and also if you want to um catch not not just burn the hostages but um the all the other bands that are we playing at um canberra metal fest it is on um the 14th and 15th of jan i needed to double check the date um 14th and 15th of jan at the basement and uh, you can get your ticks on oz ticks so uh yeah go and check that out and uh yeah we'll see you at the gig there's no doubt about that and i can handle that all awesome i've been handling it i've been up down these damn hallways in and out of these nut wars for the last 10 years. You think you could follow that act? I'm playing for my life. You work for money. For money.